Hello and welcome to The Shana Show. I'm your host, Shana Sapi, a qualified nutritionist and mindset coach. I'm on a mission to help you live a nourished life on every single level. This podcast dives into the world of holistic health and personal development. Here, I combine practical knowledge and tools with the science of behavior change to help you embody your best self. It's my aim that this podcast inspires you and provides you with the resources to live the life of your dreams. So if you're ready to become your happiest and healthiest self, you are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. This episode of the podcast is coming to you from inside my free 10-day challenge, New Year Nourished You, which is helping you set a solid foundation to have your healthiest and happiest 2024. Throughout these 10 days, we are going through the ingredients for a nourished life, which are the 10 pillars that I believe are so important for a life of holistic health. And each day we will be diving into one of these ingredients, one of these core pillars, and I'll be shedding insight and perspectives onto how you can optimize this part of your life. So to join us inside this challenge, which I highly recommend doing, please sign up via the link in the show notes. When you do sign up, you'll be part of the free challenge. You'll receive the worksheet that we're working through called the Wheel of Health, which helps you assess where you currently are in each of these areas and which ones need your focus and attention in 2024. You'll also be in the running to win exclusive prizes and giveaways by interacting and being signed up for the challenge. And you'll be a part of a community of like-minded people. There are such beautiful people inside and I'm so grateful for those that I'm sharing this with. If you sign up within the 10 days as well, you'll also have the opportunity to join us live on the morning calls each morning at 7am Melbourne time. Um, And I look forward to to seeing you inside. You'll find that link in the show notes. Enjoy the episode. Good morning and welcome to our bonus day, day 11 of New Year Nourished You, which is all about what do we do now? We've just had this awesome 10 days together. We've gone through 10 different topics and we've got so much insight and knowledge and new tools on each. And I've mentioned multiple times, we're scratching the surface, but I really tried to show up with a lot of like the potency that will help to start to get you thinking in each of these areas and to give you enough tools and resources to get started based on which area you're going to focus on next. And in this morning's call, this is something we're going to talk about. We're going to be discussing what do we actually do now that we have all this awesome knowledge, information, new tools, new insight. Maybe we've had some light bulb moments. Maybe we've had some aha moments and it's like, oh, okay hey, this is actually a little bit different to what I was thinking in this area. Oh, I didn't realize that was impacting that. Um, And you'll see with my holistic perspective towards health, how interlinked they all are. And this is one of the beautiful things that as we choose what we want to work on, we're also rippling into the other areas. And that's beautiful because it takes pressure off ourselves when we live in that world where we're so used to putting all this extra pressure and it's like, oh, okay, I've got my wheel of health over the past 10 days. I've been looking at which areas I feel like I'm doing well in and which areas need a little bit of love and improvement. Doesn't mean it's bad that I'm on a lower rating. Doesn't mean anything about it. It's all just data. But we can look at that and be like, oh, okay, I've got a few things to work on. This feels like a bit overwhelming. 
But when we realize they're all linked and when we focus on one, it's going to benefit the others, that takes some pressure off. It's like, oh, I love this holistic approach because everything I do supports all the other areas. And you've probably noticed this in times in your life where you are really looking after yourself, really nourishing yourself, really in whatever way that looks like. Maybe that's involved being kind to yourself. Maybe other times it has come from more of that. I need to do this energy and that's okay. But in the times you have been more consistent with nourishing yourself in one area, you've probably noticed positive impacts in other areas and you've probably noticed it's easier to do the other things. And I think I use this example on the sleep day because this is one that always rings true for me. And every time I have a night of sleep that isn't the best night of sleep, I'm like, I see why this one thing is so important because it ripples into the others. So if I get a bad night's sleep, it's so much harder for me to do all the other things. Whereas if I have a good night's sleep, it's easier for me to wake up and hydrate. It's easier for me to make that nourishing breakfast. It's easier for me to um, have more of an empowered mindset because I'm well rested. And sleep is just one example. This goes for food too. We know sometimes when we eat those beautiful, nutritious foods, we're feeling good. We've got more energy. We're like, yeah, I want to go out and move my body or yeah, I'm going to um, take some time to relax today. Or we've just got more energy, more mental clarity. We're thinking better. We feel better. Our mindset's better. Our emotional health is better ripples into all of those. Whereas if we have a meal that we're like, I know this doesn't really agree with me. For me, this is things like I don't eat much gluten and the days that I do eat gluten, I really notice it. And I'm like, oh, I feel a bit more lethargic now. And my gut's not a hundred percent. Um, and for, for me, gluten slash wheat is one of the triggers for my eczema, which with years of like healthy eating and all the healthy habits, I usually have it under control. So it's under control now. But I notice if I slip into those patterns of eating the wheat or eating the gluten regularly, I'll also see it on my skin. And then it just kind of ripples into other habits. And it's like, oh, okay, I'm not feeling like as motivated to do all the things that I need to do. Um, Yeah. And it just impacts all areas of our life. So goes for food, goes for sleep, goes for nervous system. If we're stressed, good luck. (laughs) It makes it so much more difficult, right? We spoke about this in the nervous system day when we're feeling stressed and maybe we didn't even realize how stressed we were or maybe we didn't realize we might be living in a functional form of freeze or fight and flight where we're just keeping ourselves so busy and don't give ourselves space to actually breathe. Maybe we didn't even realize that, or maybe we did, but you'll often notice the more stressed you are, the harder it is to do the healthy habits and the other ingredients for a nourished life, the other categories we've discussed, they usually see a decline as well. Same with our emotions. If we've got overwhelming emotions, this obviously impacts our food. It can lead to emotional eating, can lead to comfort eating, binge eating, those kinds of things. Um, If we're not in control of our emotions, we will also feel more stressed. They're very linked our nervous system and emotional health. We'll also potentially not be sleeping as well because those emotions are just coursing through and it's like, oh, I'm feeling really restless. I can't sleep. My mind's overthinking. Very linked there. So really just want to show you that they're also interlinked. And while it can be to our detriment when things aren't necessarily going perfect and we notice the pattern in other things dropping off, let's flip that and let's be like, well, what a beautiful opportunity that is. And that actually means that if I focus on one thing, it's positively rippling into the other areas because there are going to be times where we don't necessarily get enough sleep. There are going to be times where we are under a lot of stress or pressure. There are going to be times where... Um, maybe trying to think of another example. 
stress, pressure, maybe the home. It's a bit of chaos. Maybe we've got our families come home and upturned everything and the home's not feeling like a sanctuary anymore. Maybe that area is not optimized and it's making it harder to do the habits. Life happens. One is how we approach it. How do we go forward into that now cultivating this empowered mindset where it's like, I've got this, you know? Yeah. Things are a bit of a mess right now. Yeah. I had a crappy night's sleep last night. Yeah. I'm feeling really stressed or really emotional. Something really awful just happened in my life and I'm feeling a lot of sadness or grief or maybe some anger, whatever it is. How can we come at it from a different approach and be like, okay, this is what's here in front of me. And this is what I know is really going to support me. And if I can't do that, that's okay too, because sometimes we just need to be like, all right, pressure off. These things are just going to have to rest. And the actual most important thing right now is for me to fill up my cup first. And then we can go back to all these beautiful practices. So really just starting to take that pressure off yourself, take that pressure off all of these different areas um, and show up in a way that is really kind and compassionate to yourself without what I was saying, without buying into the excuses, knowing the difference between when are we making it a bit of an excuse and it's like a little bit of a cop out and we've got to get real with ourselves, or when is it genuinely like, no, I actually just really need to go easy on myself today or for the next week or whatever the circumstances are. So really learning to trust yourself. And I mentioned this at the beginning, I've mentioned it multiple times. It's learning to trust yourself and know what you need, because I can tell you all the things that are good for you, but sometimes there's going to be like, actually, you know what? I'd need this instead today. And yeah, I totally understand what Shana was saying. Maybe that vibes with me. Maybe that doesn't vibe with me, but today this is what I need. And I really feel like this is true for me and that's what's right for you. So all of the advice out there that anyone gives you is wrong wrong if it's not right for you, right? It can be right for you at times. It can be wrong for you at times. This is why we've got to cultivate this relationship with ourselves and be like, actually, is this true for me? Is this what I need? And put it through your own filter, bringing back that empowerment into your hands. Beautiful. So we've got our wheel of health. If you've been doing it every day, amazing. If you haven't, also amazing. Today is your opportunity to go through and be like, all right, so we've talked about all these topics now. If you want to go back and listen to any recordings because you're like, I'm not really sure where I'm sitting on this. Let's listen again and refresh my mind on that. You can do that too. But just looking at your wheel of health and giving yourself those ratings. And remember, it means nothing about you. Let's not take everything personally. We're done with that now. We just get to collect the data And we get to utilize it to our advantage. We get to be like, cool, all right. I feel like I'm really nailing these areas of my life right now. And these areas need a bit of love rather than, like I say, rather than saying that's a bad thing or, oh, yeah, I'm I'm rated bad on those ones. We can if we want, if we're not going to make it mean something about us. But you can actually just look at it as that area needs some love. If you're finding you can be a little bit hard on yourself when you use languaging like low rating or bad rating or that that one's failing. Like, let's not get stuck in those kind of like shame spirally kind of thoughts. Let's just be like, yeah, that area, that needs some love. Yeah, I'm, I'm a two in that area. And awesome. What beautiful opportunity to bring that up. I've got eight spots for it to rise. How good am I going to feel when it does rise? So looking at those, going through all that we've talked about, remembering that of these 10 ingredients for a nourished life, Five of them are what I consider to be the core healthy habits that I recommend that over time we build to just have these as part of what we do. So this is nutritious food, nourishing our body with real food most of the time. This is optimal hydration. So making sure we're getting enough water for our needs. 
daily movement, whether that's working out or working in, knowing that we can pick what's right for us, but having some form of movement each day. Restful sleep, another really important one, and blissful relaxation. So that's the self-care, nervous system, regulation stuff. They're the five core healthy habits. So if we get to a point where we're doing these five things every day, that is what we want to strive for. But again, if we're nowhere near that, there's no shame. It's just more opportunity for growth. How exciting. So they're the five that I recommend we weave in every single day because they're things, they're actual actions. The other things, it's more kind of like an underarching thing. So for example, emotional health is going to be really supportive for all of those five healthy habits. And we really want to have that emotional health to have full embodied health, like I shared in that embodied health model, where we want to strive for physical health, mental health, and emotional health. You can also call emotional health energetic health. And that's kind of like the energetics of what's going on as well. So if we want true health, if we really want to thrive, because I believe that health isn't just the absence of disease, it's also feeling really incredible within ourselves and within our bodies and really thriving. Um, If we want to reach that, we do ultimately need to have that emotional health as well. And when we've got that emotional health, it helps with all the other areas, as I mentioned earlier. Empowered mind, same sort of thing. It's not actually something we necessarily do. We can turn that into a habit with something like having an attitude of gratitude and practicing regular gratitude or with different forms of personal development and different modalities where we are working a lot on our mindset or shifting our beliefs or working on our identity, we can turn it into a habit, but it's kind of like that underarching. Like if we can just show up with an empowered mind through what we've discussed um, in the empowered mind day. And of course, there's much more I could say on that one as well. But if we can start to cultivate that empowered mind with what we now know and what tools we do have, that's going to support all the other areas too. Same with healthy home. And this is usually an easy one. Healthy home is kind of one of those ones where it's like a tick done that one. I don't have to worry about that one. It's just like, set it, forget it. We just have our home as this sanctuary that we've set up for ourselves. Yes, there will be some maintenance and keeping it clean. We know things can get a bit disorganized. When I looked at my pantry, I was like, how did it get this cluttered? (laughs) I was like, I I use this so much and I feel like normally my pantry is pretty organized, but wow, okay, this, this really got out of hand here. So yes, there'll be some maintenance with having a healthy home, but usually if we've kind of got those things in place, like we buy a water filter once, it's done. We um, get some plants once, yes, we have to water them, but like the main big things, you kind of do them once and it's set and forget, and then it's just little maintenance tasks and you've got that healthy home around you. Loving connections. This one, again, we could make it a habit by making it a part of our schedule and our week that we have at least one um, catch up with a friend or we um, send a message to someone on a particular day or we're calling someone on our way to work on this day of the week. You can weave that in and make that a habit as well. But this, again, it's kind of one of those underarching things and it's the new standards you hold for yourself as well. It's these new boundaries you have where it's like, I'm not going to allow people to not be encouraging or not be loving And you're calling in, if depending where you are in your journey, you're calling in those new people that do really align and do really support you and lift you up. And if you've already got them, amazing. You're nurturing those connections. 
And then self-love, again, this is one of those just underarching themes that we take into our life now. And we just try and have more compassion and kindness towards ourselves and treat ourselves in a way that we love ourselves, which is taking care of ourselves, right? And sometimes taking care of ourselves is doing those healthy habits. Sometimes taking care of ourselves is being like, you know what, today is not the day and I just need to release all those expectations that I usually have on myself. And I'm just going to be here with myself and give myself what I need in whatever the way that is. So eventually that's kind of what we want to work towards having all of these areas thriving and buzzing around us and helping to lift us up and support our goals. And that what we want to do now that we know all of the information from the 10 days is look at one area that you feel is going to be most supportive for you to work on next. So maybe for you, it is hydration. Maybe you're not drinking much water at all. And you're like, actually, I do feel so much better when I drink some more water. And for this month, I'm going to create the habit of drinking more water for what I need. Maybe it's stressing less. Maybe stress is a big um, theme for you at the moment. It is for most people. So maybe it's going to be that nervous system regulation. It's like, cool, for the next month, I'm going to start to really implement some of what Shana was saying. And I'm really going to take that time for myself to do something to soothe my nervous system. Maybe it, you want to focus on the emotional health side of thing. Maybe you've had some big things happen and there's a lot of emotion present and you haven't really dealt with that. And you're noticing it seeping into those other areas of your life. Maybe that's what you want to do. Maybe you're going to spend some time really like cultivating that relationship with your emotion and allowing yourself to express them. Whichever one it is, you've got 10 different options, but ultimately what I'm getting at here is choosing one thing. The one that you feel is one that needs the most love, but also will have the biggest ripple effect into others. So they're all going to have a ripple effect, as I mentioned, but feeling into it based on where you're at and what's currently alive for you in your life, which one is going to be the one where it's like, all right, this one's a bit on the lower quote unquote side and this one needs a bit of love. So I'm going to focus on this one. And I also feel like I can see what Shana's saying, how it's going to ripple into this area and this area and this area. So choosing that one and for the next month, doing something to do with that one. Okay. So yes, if you do things for the others, it's all a bonus, but the expectation is just around one. And this is where it comes to building that self-trust as well, right? Remember what I was saying, where when we keep our word to ourself, that's when we build that inner confidence. We build that trust towards ourselves because we're keeping our word. Whereas if we're saying, yeah, I'm going to do all 10. I'm feeling so inspired. This 10 days was awesome. And now I've got all this information. I'm going to do them all. I love it. I love the enthusiasm, but let's bring it back. Because if you're trying to keep up with all 10 and then life gets in full swing again, then we're going to not necessarily be able to hold all 10. And then we're going to be breaking our word to ourselves, And then we'll lose confidence within ourselves, We'll lose trust within ourselves, And it can be hard to kind of come back up. So it's possible. Like it's, we've done it. We've all done it before, right? I've been on many diets where I'm like, all or nothing. And then I drop off. And now I'm in, back in a place where I do fully trust myself and I'm fully confident in myself. But there'll be days where I tell myself I'm going to do these five things, knowing that it's not the right thing to do or the better thing to do for myself. I don't keep my word to myself. And then I'm like, ah, damn it. <laughs> I did it again. But because I've trained myself to know all this stuff and to know that like, yeah, I've always got my back and I'm always going to continue to show up for myself, we can build that back, right? So ultimately just make it really simple. So picking one, if you want to share which one you want to focus on, please do pop it in the chat. I'll actually open the chat because I did see some of you pop something in there before. 
Good morning. Yes. I was also thinking I'm going to miss this little morning group. Yeah, I feel that. Going to miss the holistic focus at the start of the day. The info at the start of the day does ripple into everything else. Yeah, I'm so glad you've been feeling that. It really does make a difference. Like the way we start our day sets a tone for the day. And I'm glad that I've been able to positively influence your days throughout these 10 days. But yeah, so feel free to write in there which one you're going to focus on. One of my main focuses that I've already been focusing on for January is the nervous system regulation piece. So I've really been doing a lot for my nervous system and prioritizing that. My one simple habit, because obviously there's lots of things I could be doing. My one simple habit is daily somatic movement, which I've really been loving. And if anyone, I know some of you have tried that video that I posted in the Facebook group. And if you haven't, feel free to give that a go and borrow any of those moves. Some days I'll do a full 15, 20 minute thing other days I'll just do one or two moves but that's my one promise to myself um Melanie's going to work on hydration beautiful especially in this weather yeah that's really a beneficial one to focus on at this time of year so yeah great to hear that so yeah picking that one and in under that category of that one picking one habit one action step and try and make it something that can be really simple. So like I used as my example for the somatic movements as part of my nervous system regulation focus, that's I can do the longer session or I can do a quick one move, spend a minute, 90 seconds, whatever it is. And that's technically still keeping my word to myself. So for your thing, whichever category you choose, pick one habit that you can consistently show up for yourself and try and make it something that on the days where you've got more time, let's pretend it's movement. Let's say the day you've you've got more time, maybe you go for a long walk. And when I say long, it doesn't have to be super long. You don't have to go hiking, but like, let's say you do a 30 minute walk on a day where you've got more time, but then there's a day where it's like, oh, life got so busy and I haven't got my walk yet. Can you just walk around the block? And maybe it takes you three minutes instead of the 30 minutes. That's still technically keeping your word to yourself. And when we have an option where it's like, okay, on those days that do get busy, because it will happen, how can I still have a little bite-sized version of that? How can I still keep that up for myself? So really it's just finding a way where you're going to be able to set yourself up to succeed and keeping your word to yourself when it comes to that area. Katrina is going to fo focus on restful sleep. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love sleep so much. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> love that. And Sahaj, my main focus is movement and making it fun. Yes. I'm excited for you to learn to love movement and it will happen. And the more you also like work on the nervous system regulation stuff as well um, and take the pressure off exercise. I mentioned this one on the um, exercise call, but like, yeah, take the pressure off it and start to have fun with it because when we're feeling pressure towards any of these categories if I'm feeling pressure towards food and I'm like I've got to eat this particular way and I've got to make sure I hit exactly 30 different foods every week or more and like I start to get really like a hard taskmaster or a boss or there's like all this obligation energy that feels so draining whereas if I'm like cool, I get to have fun with food. What do I feel like eating today? Oh, I actually feel like pasta. How can I make that fit in with my um, real food way? How can I make sure I'm still getting veggies in there and I'm getting some protein so it fills me up and just like have fun with it. Think of like, cool, we've got to do it. So, well, got to, everything's optional. So 
I want to do this. I know it's going to support me. So how can I enjoy the process? Because life is here to be enjoyed. And we so often forget that and we get stuck in the mundane tasks or we get stuck in the monotony or we get stuck in the obligation and the responsibilities. But can we just bring more fun into our day? Can we bring more play into 2024? Play's the best. We forget to play. We do it all the time as kids and then we become adults and we have all these things we need to do and we forget to play. And play can look however we want it to look as well. Blissful relaxation for Juliana. Yes. Organizing daily and monthly loving moments. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan of all of these goals that we're working towards. So I love that you've focused in on what you're focusing on and hopefully you've got a way that you're going to do that. Maybe Sahaj, you're wanting to make movement fun. So playing around with a few different types still until you find what that is for you. Katrina with sleep, maybe you can find a good routine for you that works well or um, your bedtime routine could be something you play with or yeah, um, maybe get some red lights, <laughs> like whatever it is. Like this is, we get to have fun with it now. We get to be like, cool, this is what we're doing and this is where we want to go with it. So that's essentially your steps forward. You've got this wheel of health. You can work through it, focus on one for the next month. And then after that, pick another one. When you feel like you're really nailing that, I usually say allow a month per habit before moving on to the next. Um, and then you can move on to the next one. And we've got 12 months ahead of us, right? Well, 11 and a half, this year's already flying, but we've got a whole year ahead of us. Imagine if we spend one month on each of these, we're still going to have extra time to, if we want to come back to one of them, but yeah, just really seeing like we've got time. There's no rush. We don't have to nail this tomorrow. If we try, it won't last long. <laughs> and that's not to sound disempowering. Like it is possible, but it's a lot more difficult the way that humans are designed. So let's just work with that and let's be like, cool, one at a time, one a month. Maybe you can write yourself out a little list of being like, cool, this is my January one, or it's probably going to carry into February now. So this is my Jan to Feb. This is my Feb to March. This is my March to April. And maybe start like creating a little plan for yourself, especially if there's one you're particularly excited about that you continue to be like, oh, but I want to do this as well. Maybe allow that excitement to be present and be like, yeah, cool. We get to do this from February. So coming up with a little bit of a plan for yourself, but ultimately the best place to start is just pick one of them. Anytime you need as well, just reminding yourself of what you've learned. If you've taken notes, referring back to those, just bringing that back in if you need it, or maybe you've got what you needed from this and you're like, yep, I'm, I'm ready to run with this, Shana. Thank you. Or you know what? I didn't really like this very much, Shana. I think, but it was good because it learned, I learned what I didn't want to do. So <laughs> hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully you've all got some value from it. And I do want to celebrate those of you that are here and those of you that are watching the replay, because you did really value this and you did really show up for yourself. And I said on day one, if you treat this like something that you've paid for and you actually value it, you'll get a lot from it. I'm sure you can see how much I've put into this. Um, and the sad reality is there's a lot of people that did miss out on this. Um, I can see the numbers of like how many people have viewed or how many people signed up and yeah, you guys did it. You guys are here and really want to celebrate you for that. Cause it is so easy to be like, yeah, I'll sign up for another thing and never look at it. And again, there's no shame, not throwing shade. I do it too. <laughs> It's, it's all part of life, but you showed up for you, you valued this, and hopefully you've got so much from this that you can now take forward. 
Beautiful. So if you do want any support in any of these areas, I've got various ways that I can continue to support you and teach you or show you or guide you or whatever that looks like for you. So I'm going to talk through a couple of these. Um, and obviously there's no pressure ob obligation in any of this. This is for if you want some support, I'm here. This is what I've got. I'd be doing you a disservice if I didn't tell you about this stuff. And I used to back in the day, you'd be like, oh, I can't share my offers because what if people think I'm a sleazy and salesy? It's like, I want to help you. And the only way I can help you or continue helping you is by sharing these things with you. So we've got my one I'm most focused on at the moment. One I'm most excited about at the moment is mind, body, food, freedom. So this is the new one that I've mentioned a few times that I'm launching um, that starts early February. And this is a 10 week program where we go deep into healing our relationship with food ultimately. But the way that we do that is healing our relationship to ourselves and to our body as well. Because you'll remember back from that relationship to food day, a lot of that comes back to how we feel about ourselves and our body as well. So when we're controlling food, it can be because we're kind of trying to control our body. And I get it. It's, that's what we've been taught. It's like, okay, if we want to release weight, we've got to control what we eat, we've got to control the way we move. However, this program is that real approach from like bottom up where we work with the mindset, we work with the emotional health, we work with the nervous system, and it's really giving you all these tools in those areas. So the main like core focuses and themes of it is actually on like nervous system regulation is a huge part of it. Building this empowered mindset, being kinder to yourself and building more self-love, really cultivating that deep self-love so that you show up and gift yourself the beautiful things that will help you reach your goals. Emotional health stuff, because this program, one of the main focuses of it as well is to support with moving through emotional eating so that you can overcome emotional eating, you can overcome binge eating, and you can also overcome that like binge restrict cycle and kind of these like these habits that aren't supporting our health and weight loss goals. Ultimately, that's one of the core things that this program helps with. It's technically designed as a program to help you overcome emotional eating, love your body um, and ultimately feel free because when we learn to set ourselves free through these things I teach, it just takes off so much pressure and literal weight as well. <laughs> one of the things if weight loss or weight release is one of our goals, there's a big impact on the nervous system and the emotional health. And when we actually learn the tools, when someone actually shows us, okay, Shana keeps talking about feeling my feelings and I've alluded to things like punching pillows and somatic workouts and all this kind of stuff. But I need practice with this. Like I need some guidance and support. And that's what I can really help hold your hand through and show you the things that set me free, the things that really helped me heal my relationship with food and my body and myself and feel so free within myself. And that's why I called it Mind Body Food Freedom, because I want to help you get food freedom and feel really free and light around food and have fun with food again and take that pressure off. But when in the process of doing that, it also sets us free in our body. It helps us be authentically expressed and more alive and more vibrant and literally more like when I, before I did this work, I was so uptight and could not express myself, would struggle to dance in front of a room full of people unless I'd had a lot of alcohol in my system. Like I was so uptight and tightly wound. And now I just feel like, oh, I just love being expressed in my body. And I feel so free in that sense as well. And then in mind as well, mind freedom, this is where we cultivate that empowered mindset and we don't feel trapped or like we're a slave to our thoughts and our mind, especially when that inner critic comes in. Doesn't mean the inner critic's going to completely go. We will absolutely 
absolutely reshape the inner talk because part of doing this nervous system regulation work, part of doing this emotional health work, that also changes our mental chatter and it changes the way we think. Um, so yes, we're going to feel more at, at peace and free within our mind as well. And our mind is going to be working for us instead of working against us. So it's really covering those main areas. Um, and it is for anyone who is feeling like they want support with healing that relationship with food and feeling free around food. But also if you're feeling like quite burnt out and you're ready to move from survival and into a state of real thriving, this is taking us on that journey. It's giving you those tools over the 10 weeks. We go deep into the inner work, which has that beautiful ripple externally in our outer world. So there's Mind, Body, Food, Freedom, and I'll share all the links in both the email that you'll get today and in the Facebook group. If anyone has any questions or wants to chat to me about it, there's no obligation discovery calls where we can just jump on a call for 20, 30 minutes, see if it's a fit. If it's not a fit, I'll tell you. I'm not here just to be like, yep, yeah, you need to be in this program. I'll tell you if I think it's right or wrong for you based on where you are at um, and what your current desires are. So yeah, feel free to book in one of those as well. Um, so that's kind of like the relationship to food. And this you'll see, as I was chatting about that, it kind of ticks a lot of these 10 areas. So it will support with many of them. It will support with the five core healthy habits because often the reason we can't do the habits, which so much of our life, we, we know what we meant to do and we know this is a particularly particular way to eat that will support us or we know we've got to drink water. Every Tom, Dick and Harry's told us we've got to drink enough water. We know that sleep's important. We know that relaxing is important. We know that moving our body is important. But why do we sometimes struggle with these? And the reason is most of the time it's due to a lot of the things that we'll be covering. It's due to our nervous system and the fact that we're stuck in survival. It's due to the emotions that we haven't been taught to process and release. And we're carrying around this heavy backpack through our life. And it's time to take those things out of the backpack so that you're not having to carry all of that so that you have more space and time and energy to do the healthy habits. So that helps with all of those five core healthy habits. Yes, it is a weekly catch up. So there's going to be a weekly group call. And then there'll also be accompanying like workbooks and action steps and things. So there'll be lots of different somatic tools, like, for example, that one I shared um, that some of you have tried. There'll be many different types like that that you can go back and watch. But then there'll be one live call every week. Um, I say 90 minutes might be longer. <laughs> that's that's kind of like the um, time frame. But yeah, I've done these kinds of programs before. Sometimes they'll end up being two-hour calls. It will always be around the 90-minute mark. I'll obviously respect everyone's time based on who's in the group as well and how long they have available and we need to get our restful sleep too. They will be on weeknights. Um, so generally what I do in terms of timing as well is I put it out to the group and see when most availability is. So I always try and work so that people can be there live and we can all make it work because it is special having that group accountability and that group support and actually being able to share. The, I have other programs where it's more of like a live recorded, you watch along, but this is more of like the interactive as well, because I can see there's benefits to both, but this sort of deep work can be really good to have people to talk to, people to hear their stories, to be able to ask me questions and get that coaching alongside the training. So there'll be training every week. We've got a different topic every week and I'll link you guys to more information about what they all are, but some of them I've already kind of mentioned through what I've just been saying. 
Um, and yeah, every week's going to have a theme and we'll have our call with the training. We'll have group coaching where I get you guys to go through some activities or I might ask you some questions and get you to answer them. Um, so you can really take on board the teachings. Like you saw with this, there was always a simple action step every day and it will be like that, but it'll be a week to week thing. And we'll be, there'll be more activities. So there'll be like a main theme, but there'll usually be like a few things to implement um, so that you can really get the most out of it. And I support you with all the things like helping you get it in your schedule, helping with the accountability, because sometimes we have the best intentions and we're like, yeah, I'm going to do all this stuff on my own. And life kind of sweeps us up. So this is really about like having that space we can go where it's like, okay, we've got people that are there with us, encouraging us when things get busy. And it's kind of that um, group accountability and that accountability from me. So alongside the weekly calls, there will also be a message thread where we'll be able to stay in touch throughout the week. We can add in any like wins, celebrate each other. We can ask questions along the way, whatever it is. There's that group message that really connects us. And one of my favorite things about my group programs is the communities that come from it. So just seeing the depth of the connection between people and seeing how much everyone is just there for the same reasons and really want to cheer the others on so that we can all really lift each other up together. So there's those elements of it. And then I've mentioned there'll be the action tasks. So there'll be workbooks that you get every week. Some weeks there will be toolkits like the nervous system week. You'll have like all of these somatic tools that you can draw on um, both that week and ongoing. And the emotional health week, there's also a big toolkit of like, okay, Shana's mentioned, I need to feel my feelings. How do I do this? This is what we can do when we are feeling angry. This is what we can do when we're feeling sad. This is what we can do when we're feeling stuck or overwhelmed or insert emotion here. There's a bunch of different like tools that you can draw upon in those times. So that's essentially like the format and what's kind of included in it. Um, and it's over the 10 week timeframe as well, which I feel like is a really beautiful amount of time to really go deep and excavate a lot and really make a lot of progress. Um, and so what I was talking about before as well is it impacts those five core healthy habits. It also is going to benefit the emotional health side of things, empowered mind. A lot of it's about mindset, self-love as well, and loving connections because whoever's in the group, they're always such beautiful people. Um, and you've got me. <laughs> I like to consider myself a loving connection. <laughs> I'm always going to lift you up. Sometimes it will be a little bit of like loving directness where it's needed if there's some calling out needed, but it's always done with so much love. As you can see, I'm never going to be like, you did a bad thing. I'm very kind and compassionate in my approach because that's how I would want someone to speak to me with that love. And like, yes, sometimes that love is, hey, look, this thing kind of, it's, it's not supporting you. Can we shift this up a little bit? And like, how about we do this instead? There will be that where's needed. If you need like a little bit of um, tougher love, still done with love. So yeah, you've got the loving connections. And of course, there's so much like self-love in this and really learning to build up that inner love for self, positive self-talk, gifting ourselves, all of this kind of stuff. So that's mind, body, food, freedom. Um, and yeah, so excited about it. Hope to see some of you inside or anyone else who's watching the replay or obviously there's no pressure. If there's no one in there, awesome. I'll take myself through it. <laughs> but no, I trust that the right people and the aligned people will be there. Um, and if you do have any questions, please, please reach out because I love chatting. I love connecting. So even if you just want to chat, even if you just want to say, hey, it sounds really cool. It's not for me right now, but good on you. Cool. I'll, I'll take that too. <laughs>
So there's that one. If you're feeling you want more guidance on what to eat, so like actual like what to eat and how to build healthy habits, and I will preframe this and say that our relationship to food is going to be the most important thing we can address before actually getting to the what and the how. The what and the how is actually quite simple when we've kind of done this work to allow us to actually take on board the what and the how. So if I had to do my courses in a particular order, it would be my body food freedom, then the real food way. So the real food way is the what and the how. And this one is a six-week program. This is fully self-guided, so you can start anytime. And this is great for anyone that is like, all right, there's so much information out there. I'm confused about what to eat. I know it's supposed to be real food most of the time, but what does this actually look like? How can I actually make this a habit? That's a six-week journey where we go through that. And I'll tell you the what, I'll tell you the how. We'll weave in all these kind of core themes of that behavioral change that I've been sharing with you throughout the 10 days, but applying it specifically to food. Um, and really going through that. So it's like we go into the nutrition basics and you'll learn, okay, what actually are the macronutrients? I've heard her talk about balanced plates and protein and fats and like, where do I get these things? How do I actually put this together in a way that is balanced and going to keep me fuller for longer? So we do all like the simplifying nutrition. Then we do more of like that habit change stuff. Like how do we turn this into a habit? How do we actually stick to our meal prep, our meal planning? What's the most effective and efficient way to do that? Um, How do I read nutrition labels? How do I navigate the supermarket? There's six modules that guide you through all of those things. Essentially, what I created this as is the go-to resource for real food nutrition so that you can just go there and be like, oh, okay, I understand this. And I understand how to apply it to me because there's a lot of like formulas like our water formula from the other day. There's formulas like that for protein and for other things so that you can figure out, all right, this is what I actually need, not just what Tom off the internet is telling me I need. And I'm just using Tom as an example because Tom did carry, not because there's actually a Tom giving information. There probably is. And Tom might be given great information. So, <laughs> But you'll, you'll be able to apply it to you and understand kind of your requirements and your needs for yourself. So that's the real food way. Um, it also has bonus trainings on um, optimal hydration. So we go a bit deeper into what we shared on our optimal hydration call. So you can really nail that habit too. There's a bonus call on workout nutrition for anyone who is more active, just giving some ideas of what to eat before and after workouts. Um, bonus call on how to stop emotional eating, but really the emotional eating stuff is in depth in mind, body, food, freedom. The bonus that's in the real food way is starting to show the way there. Um, but all the tools can't be taught in one bonus call. <laughs> I can try. It would be a very, very long bonus call. <laughs> so um, there is a bonus call for getting started with that um, and all throughout as well. And there is a bonus call specific to it. It's healthy eating on a budget as well. But really that's kind of woven in in what I speak about as well in my approach to meal planning, meal prep, all this kind of stuff. We do factor in tips for how we can actually make it more affordable Um, And the truth is when we are eating a lot of real food, it actually does get to be not too expensive. There's obviously exceptions to the rule, depending where we shop or if we're buying all organic, but that's kind of going off on a tangent, but that's kind of what you get in the real food way. It's the how and the um, what, and then 
mind body food freedom is really like going underneath that and it's the whole mindset around food and really healing our relationship with that so that we can implement the how and the what with the most um, efficiency ultimately so there are some of the core ways if you're just like cool this has been really fun and I do want to focus on food but I feel pretty good about my food knowledge maybe you want a meal plan I've got healthy skin from within which is a six-week meal plan that supports our skin health ultimately but this meal plan and you'll know with my approach everything's holistic it will support the skin but it also to do that it's supporting our gut health our liver detoxification um our hormones of course is another big one so it's kind of like just a really healthy eating meal plan that's fun it's delicious nutritious of course um, and that's just six weeks of recipes if that feels more aligned with something that would support you and wherever you're at in your journey that's yeah nice six weeks of awesome recipes for you to enjoy and the bonus of the benefits you're going to get afterwards. So there are some of the core ways. Of course, if you'd love some one-on-one support, that is also available. Um, so I do one-on-one coaching. We can do different forms of packages. Normally, I like to work with people in a three-month um, period because I find that's a really good amount of time to really start to shift the mindset and create those new habits and things. So generally it's a three-month package, but um, I can be flexible if you're feeling like, actually, you know what, I just love a one-off call with you. Let's just book one call in or, um, yeah, or if you want longer packages, I offer longer, we can come up with something bespoke for you based on what your current needs and requirements are and what your goals are. So they're essentially the ways. Um, I'll be posting all of the information about the different paths that you can take in the Facebook group and sharing it in the email if any of those feel aligned. If not, then I hope you continue to take forward what you've learned in these 10 days, really, um, and yeah, allow that to support you in having your happiest and healthiest life in 2024. Like I mentioned at the start and the way I advertised this challenge was it's really that foundation to set us up to have this year. And I hope now you can see that it's like like, yeah, I understand that this is such like foundational stuff. And when I can slowly move my way through one at a time, you're going to be feeling amazing at the end of the year. So thank you all for being here. I think I've talked your ears off enough for one morning. But um, yeah, it's been such a pleasure and I'm sure we'll stay connected in whatever capacity that is. So feel free anytime, shoot me through a message. If you do feel aligned to come into one of my offerings, I can't wait to continue to see you and show up and serve you. Um, yeah, but thank you for being a part of New Year Nourish You and I hope you have your happiest and your healthiest 2024, your best year yet. Thanks everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Melanie. I'm really glad you enjoyed them. Thank you. Thanks, Katrina. Beautiful. Big love to you all. Bye for now. If you loved this episode and enjoyed this training from inside my free 10-day challenge, New Year Nourished You, remember to head to the show notes and sign up so that you have access to all of the extra goodness that is involved with being a part of the challenge. Thanks for being here and I look forward to speaking soon.